Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Oh, let's fucking hope it is a test. Well, we're recording now. So it's turned on. It should be turned on, but make some noise. Yep. Yep. See, as always, a uh, fucking uh, very interesting and uh, in, uh, insightful look into how all of our podcasts start. Yeah. Still teething. Still We've just peeled ourselves away from the PlayStation VR headset. Oh, God, which yeah. Which is fucking incredible. Oh, like, normally with these sort of things, like, I used to when the Xbox Kinect came out, I got it, and it was, like, fun for, like, a couple of hours, had some good features, but this does not seem like this is going to get old. Oh, man, when I put it on, because you, you put it on first, and you can see, like, the screen in front of you, and that's the options, and that's going around, but when the game starts, and it immerses you, and it becomes all around you, and you look over your left shoulder, and the VR world's there, and over your right shoulder, I'm look, I was looking around, I was in that... In that zone thinking, this is what I've always wanted. Oh, yeah. It was technology I genuinely did not think uh, would exist, I think, because it was just too fan fiction when I was a kid. Yeah, but it's always been around. It's always been in my head that VR's a thing. Next step. until 33. Jetpacks. Jetpacks. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm losing the will to get a jetpack. I've wanted them all my fucking life. And now I'm at the age now where I'm probably just watching the kids play it on. <laughs> Just you on your trampoline. Back in my day, this was the closest we came to the jetpack. We had a pogo just, stick. Just you on a trampoline with two aerosol cans. <laughs> Empty ones because I used them all in the first five minutes. I so sniffed, I'm just making the noise. No, I just sniffed them to get the feeling of it. I used to go around on my bike with um, a plastic bottle in to make it sound like a motorbike. <laughs> when a motorbike had been invented. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that also insinuated I did it as an adult that could have gotten a motorbike license. I remember because I did that, you stick a can in. It didn't even sound like a motorbike, it just sounded like a fucked bike. <laughs> oh man, what, what size engine is that? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's from a fucking fisherman's boat from the 1960s that I've not oiled in seven years. Spiring on one cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I look cool though. What did you call backies where you were from? Backer. A backer. Backy, yeah. that's when you, someone else goes on the back of your bike. Backy's where someone gives you some um, fire with Rolly. Uh, that's also backy. Backy. Uh, backy. A backer to me just sounds, here's a middle if class I am. If someone said, give us a backy, I'd, I'd give them if, a But if you said to me, give me a backer, I would assume that you were just doing a Kickstarter campaign and you needed more backers. <laughs> give me a backer. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. uh, so, um, did I ever tell you when Gav fell off his bike? <laughs> no, both, Gav, Gav's your brother. We both fell off his bike because he was going down a big hairpin in the woods, right? Mm. He was on a bike ride with my dad. And um, remember, I don't know, you may not be able to remember, but you used to be able to get the reflectors from the Kellogg's cornflakes that you put on your, oh, yeah, your yeah. wheel. So when it's a reflector, but when it's spinning on the wheel, it makes like a spinning disc of light yeah. where your wheel is. And uh, my brother touched it with his foot. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, eat the pavement. <laughs> There's a lesson you learn the hard way. Man, that is, like, the worst thing about that is that it's totally something I could have imagined myself doing when yeah. I was seven. Just, oh, I'm going to kick the light. That is also, and I don't want to be sexist, I bet if you could take the stats of people that done it, 97% men. Oh, yeah. There's this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be sexist and then just, just disclaim that you were sexist towards men. Oh, aye. Aye, sexism both works, works both ways, apparently, according to a blog I read. Hmm. Well, that's like your Ofcom thing from episode two about uh, racism doesn't work both ways. Yeah, racism. Well, yeah, I do. Like, I think people assume racism works both ways because they hear the language. And you go, yeah, the language. But I don't know if, like, actual... Can you be that sexist of men? I know. You can try. Give it a go. Well, this is what we were talking about the other day with, uh, with our flatmate, Jean. So... Who is a girl. Who is a girl who has, like, a vagina and stuff. And uh, if you didn't know what girl was... I don't know how long, young you are. Um, she was complaining because she's just got back from like a month in Bali and uh, she's back at her job, but she obviously, she wants to come to join uh, us in Australia for a bit, so she's trying to save up some money and she was complaining that she didn't know if she was going to have time with her job to do that and then we, we came up with the... And again, this is... This is uh, basically, there are people online 
that if you are a girl and you uh, sell your underwear online after wearing them in a jog, you can sell your pads for, I imagine, up to about 50 dollars. $30, $35. $35. Race for a pair of worn knickers. Worn knickers. And, like, that is... We can do this is let's start getting into fucking sexism, reverse sexism. By absolutely, I reckon that's a purely man. I would be doing this podcast on a cross trainer <laughs> if I thought for a second someone would buy me drawers. Yeah, I'd deliver them with them on <laughs> and take them off in front of them just so just so they didn't think I'd just sold them right. a dummy. Mm. You know, just got a pair of boxes out of the packet and just I don't know, rub them in the mud. <laughs> Yeah, you've just been scared. Yeah, but I feel like no one would like. I th- I, th- I feel like, like I don't get the perversion, and I do think if you're the type of person buying someone else's underwear online, go see a fucking psychiatrist. Like that. Yeah, that- show them what you've got. Psychiatrist, <laughs> <laughs> you've seen these for oh, me, thanks, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. You're the best, John. Your next session's free. <laughs> <laughs> well, paid for. Uh, yeah, paid for. Paid forward. I just like uh, there are some sexual perversions where I can be like, you know what? That's your fucking fetish. Like feet. I don't get the feet fetish, but feet are your feet. Thing, the more many like on you goes right but if your I'm, fetish is buying and smelling women's underwear you are a predator like i'm not i'm not here that's not a fetish that's uh so where do you think the one from it just the knowing that someone wore it is anyone that virginity yeah, yeah just that, do you not think it's a kind of like not a predatory thing just a really virginity thing like you're occasionally near girls' knickers. These guys, it's a fucking unknown I think it's to a, them. I think it's a mixture of both now, but I'm saying more predator like that. That's what psychopaths do. They enjoy the smell of things. Like, it's literally predatory. You're smelling the pheromones. Like, I love my own girlfriend. I don't think I'd smell her knickers. Uh, well, that's not true, since I have a picture of you wearing your girlfriend's knickers on your head, pretending to be Bane from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me smelling them for provisions. That was me putting them on to make my mates laugh you, on WhatsApp. Are you trying to tell me afterwards you that's didn't? Right. They cost 35 quid. I not even heard. Got them in the post, thought I'd crack a joke. Are you te- Expensive joke. <laughs> are you telling me that for 10 minutes after the photo was taken, you weren't masturbating as Bane being like, no. I mean, I was having breathing. <laughs> I can see why you jumped to conclusions. That oh. That's what I was doing. Once, once my penis is in your gash, only then do you have my permission to come. <laughs> that was more Ian McKellen than Bane. Mm. Uh, but that's like so. Gene was sort of against this idea, and I can see why because it's creepy and it's weird. But then also, you're only taking money from perverts. Yeah, like uh, take the money. Take the if they're if they're stupid and creepy enough, like they're not going to make a voodoo doll. And if they do, it's not going to work. <laughs> Probably just going to finger it. <laughs> You're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, I just that yeah that. Too. I can understand why women don't do it, but and this is just from a purely guy perspective. You're like, man, if it was the other way around, do you reckon there's a market for men? No, women are there. Nobody wants nobody wants pants with skid marks on them. Nah. <laughs> like, like no. I, I think it's the difference between, like the difference between a girl wearing them like in your head like I think they're wearing like skimpy underwear and it's sort of sexy and they've just been on their feet all day and you just it's it made for the natural so if you're buying guys boxers those are like fucking like oh, boxer briefs oh, put against your cheek riding up after 20 minutes on the fucking bike at the gym put against your cheek it's still wet off his nuts <laughs> and that's yeah, piss just that. and I smell it <laughs> Uh, yeah, because it goes from piss to gooch sweat to ass. It's like the Neapolitan sandwich. Start your bidding. Start your bidding. Maybe maybe that'll be maybe maybe that'll be the second item we sell after we get the trolley token sorted. Which, by the way, if we get custom made muggins and creams, muggins and creams, muggins and creams trolley token, I guarantee those things fucking are flying off the shelves. Yeah, but we're ready, do, we're ready put- to buy a second house. We've got to be able to put I am a fucking muggle on them. Absolutely. Just like a muggle stamp. No, I think one side, my face smiling, and on the other side, good choice. Smart choice. <laughs> <laughs> just to remind you, no matter, no matter who's sitting there, and maybe just like a, like a smug face on some of them, so when you're there and someone's like, oh, I don't have a pound, you can just be like, should have listened to Muggins. Oh, Cream. Muggins was against this, actually. <laughs> Freudian. Freudian's clit. Freudian's clit. Uh... Did we have anything else to... Oh, I wanted to talk about, because this leads to something better. Um, so we've been on tour for a couple of weeks now, and we're starting to, like, little little things are getting annoying. Now, something happened. I lost the headphone or auxiliary cable for my headphones, and I keep them in this, like, pack of cables where I keep my charger and my battery pack, and it wasn't in there. Now, you literally lose everything. 
Yes. Right. And not in like, a, oh, occasionally. You stand out, you go, where's my thing, where's my thing? And me and Gene don't move because it's been five years of living with you and we know it's in your pocket. You just haven't double-checked yet. And you'll walk around the house, you come and be like, and you'll blame us, you want, and we just don't do it. The other day, but you were meant to be dropping your girlfriend off at the train station. You are like, I'm off to drop Natalie off. Went outside, got in the car, and then came back in because Natalie wasn't there. Oh, well, I forgot Natalie. <laughs> you forgot your girlfriend <laughs> I was to in the drop car. her off. <laughs> come back, I'm like, oops, I forgot me, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I didn't blame you for losing my auxiliary cable even though in my head I knew it was you because you keep just going into my box of cables leaving it open just strewn across the backstage area and I'm like putting it back in and you're, you're just so reckless with it because it's not your own and then I was just there going oh he's just I take out gently I just leave the wires at other places and what's annoying is this isn't just like an auxiliary cable that I like replace for a couple of quid it's the special one that comes with my headphones so it's got like right, it's, the mo- it's the money scammer it's one the money scammer one that only fits with my headphones yeah. They, so they could have made it fit. They could have made it fit both. It's like all the fucking iPhone chargers. Like you could have made it fit the other one. You could make it a USB, and if you can make it without a fucking aux cord, I know you can make it with one. Let's just get along, guys. Just, uh, Apple, Samsung, hold hands, sing kumbaya, right. make the same fucking adapter. Right, right. Make, make a fucking auxiliary cable, a jackless fucking bomb. So this unique jack, I was fucking sure that it was slots that fucked it. That you'd left it. You'd uh, left it somewhere. And I was so sure that I still, I mean, I was so unsure. Yeah. Even though I was 99% sure, that I still I'd. had the doubt in myself that I didn't bring it up with you. <laughs> and rightfully so, because but you I, didn't bring it up. But I stewed. <laughs> I stewed and I blamed you. And then the other morning, like three days later, I get out of bed, put my hand in my pyjama pocket. <laughs> Who uses the pyjama pockets? They're not there for anything. I think <laughs> you put stuff in your pockets <laughs> and go to bed. <laughs> go to bed, got my stuff, got phone wallet keys. <laughs> Lint roller. <laughs> I just a couple of tabs, some chucky for midnight. <laughs> so I just had army provisions. I wallet, passport, driver's license. <laughs> me baggy, me bag of gack. It's just on the inside pocket. So I was in there, and I was just like, uh, I had to tell you that I've been blaming you for three days. Right, was, but uh, uh, so but then you told a story to me afterwards, which I want you to tell now. Um, so, uh, as we've discussed you know, many times in this podcast, our flatmate Gene is has been my best friend for about seven, probably about the same length of time I've been best friends with you. I think yeah. both on, you're both competing for my love, and it's it's. Um, I'm winning. Uh, time served. Time served. Yeah, you serve more times on the tour, but she has to deal with me. You have to deal with me on tour when I'm hungover. She has to just deal with me being weird. She deals with your, with your texts when you're annoyed with me. <laughs> yeah, just me bitching off to the sides. Um, so we've lived together for seven years, best friend. We're essentially like a married couple in that we don't have sex anymore, but love each other. <laughs> and just stay to, like, sort of still live with each other because it's cheaper to do it that way. Um, and uh, the other day I was in bed. Oh, no, the other day for this podcast, because we write the, some of the jokes out for the Your Dad stuff, we don't have many pens in this house. I took one from Jean's room while she was at work uh, and put it in my jacket pocket and then went to bed much later on. And then Jean came back and in the morning. She woke me up at like 9 a.m., texted me being like, I know you've taken my pen. Where's my pen? I need my pen. And I'm like, it's in my jacket pocket. Is it like a Mont Blanc or something? No, but it's just there's very few pens in this house. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got literally the only two in this room. And... Uh, She's, I'm like, it's in my jacket. She's like, I can't find it. I'm like, there's a hole in my jacket pocket. Check the fucking lining. And she goes in, she checks, she, no, she's a tech. I'm like, if I have to get out of fucking bed, and she doesn't look for things. She needs to sort of, if it doesn't work immediately or if it's not immediately there, it doesn't exist in the world or the thing's broken. There's no second chances, right? And so I'm just, if I have to fucking get out of bed, bitch, I'm like, I'm going to be mad. And she's like, I promise you. And I get out. And I'm angry, and I put on my fucking bathrobe, and I could feel the pen in my pocket. And I'm like, Who uses a bathrobe pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was just buying a bed or something. Was in your bathrobe pocket? It's no wonder you can't uh, find anything in this house. Uh, by the way, I think you're in your bathrobe pocket or my pajama pocket. I, I know we've written Muggle Cornell already, but I think Muggles put stuff in their jammy pockets, <laughs> uh. <laughs> or it's something your dad definitely does. Uh, so I can feel my thing, but the thing is, I've made such a point about being angry and her. I can't lose that streak because then we're even. So I go upstairs and I palm the pen in my hand and I go into my jacket pocket and I sneak inside and I pull it out. I'm like, see, didn't even go. Don't. Like it was like, see, and then stormed off back to bed. It, and then felt really guilty when she sent me an apology text. 
and I haven't told her. So this, this could be how she finds out. <laughs> yeah. If we don't tell her this before she listens to the podcast. She's not even listened to the first episode yet. Jean only Yeah, she's to waiting it. for us to leave, isn't she? She yeah, doesn't so want to listen to our banter when she can just take her headphones out and oh, have and She can banter. just sit in the living room. Because I'll be honest with you folks, we're slinging out gold on the fucking regs. Yeah. This is just as we just turned mics on. This was a bounce we were having anyway. It's actually sometimes we shed a tear that you've missed it. Oh, it's devastating. Just lying there crying. What we're saying is, if there's anyone there that wants to give us a reality TV show, hashtag... Muggins and cream. Muggins and cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so geez, this makes me think, though. What? No, but no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. right. So you found my auxiliary cable. In this, hy- this is just a suggestion. <laughs> you found it in your in your robe pocket. It went. Oh God! I know this is the only one for Kai's headphones, and I know he's very precious about it. Um, maybe I I should go and sneak it into his pajamas while he sleeps. <laughs> And you sneaked into my room. You climbed under the duvet. You didn't even need to do that. You could have peeled it back. I've, I've you could have peeled the duvet back, Daniel, but you climbed in. You climbed in. I started playing with your dick so you thought it was Natalie. I would have been shocked. <laughs> Just be like, someone's touching my dick. Slosses in the room. What? I didn't instigate this. <coughs> I mean, so... But if that was your game, is was always doing that to me, that means you, you've got great commitment to it. Yeah. Like you do it like nine, ten yeah. times a day. And like when I'm when I'm, I'm away from you and in another country, you fly over and lose my stuff in other countries for me. Your commitment's second to none. I don't know how you do it. Oh, right. Shall we go into Muggle Corner? Yes. Oh, so, okay. So for those anytime new listeners, why the fuck are you starting episode six, dumbass? Ah, like, that's not a running theme. All you need to know is Daniel has a trolley token. Uh, uh, That's the only thing that I guess gets repeated. I don't understand why though. It's a You're sensible a fucking muggle. It's not a muggle thing at all. But anyway, to explain, we have each time we sort of get to dead air because we can only chat to a bit before there's dead air. We have games that we play every week. Uh, they sort of change up each week depending on the feedback for each. Like if you like a game, we'll play that more. If you don't like a game, we'll probably not bring it back. This week's games are Muggle Corner, which we'll play first, uh, and then after that we're going to play Horoscopes which is where me and Kai have come up with fake horoscopes uh, for you, and ours are as accurate as actual horoscopes. Yep. Because... We also guessed. Yeah, we also guessed and made it up based on fucking nothing. And then our favourite game, uh, Your Dad Jokes, where me and Kai spend ten rounds insulting each other's dads for stupid things our dads do. Uh, So we'll start off with Muggle's Corner. Uh, And again, if you don't know what this is, basically a muggle is a derogatory term, a non-derogatory term in the wizarding world of Harry Potter for a non-magic person, but me and Kai use it uh, to describe uh, not everyone, but I think everyone is capable of muggle things. But it's basically if you're just plain, if you're the fucking ready solid of people. Look at you, you've got odd socks on. What are you doing with odd socks on? You look a bloody clip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shut up, you muggle. For fucking, for, I'd put one sock on and not wear the other sock. I'd go, fuck, stop being a muggle. Muggles are the sort of people that if you drop a penny, will pick up and give it back to you. And you're like, it's a, fu- it's a fucking Find penny. Find a penny, pick it up the rest of the day. You'll have good luck. That's what muggles do. Muggle. Now, again, you might have done these things. These just don't make a muggle, but we are just saying things that if you do it for once in your life, you've been a bit guilty of mugglery. And if you are guilty of mugglery, for every muggle sin you are guilty of, you must uh, get up and stand in the corner for 30 seconds per muggle yep. thing you do. So you can stand up for maximum three minutes, minimum zero, if you're a fucking legend. There's muggles in one corner and smuggles out of the corner. Yeah. Smug- <laughs> no. <laughs> smuggles in the centre of the room with muggins. <laughs> Uh, I'll go first for Muggles Corner. Muggles leave Amazon reviews. Yeah. And I don't mean like, if you've got a particularly bad fucking thing, right, and you're like, this is folly, this is a fake account, this is a scam. Fine. Absolutely. But if you're leaving three or four star review for things, like this toaster was not up to my expectations. It initially said four slices on the thing. But the thing I've noticed is, like one of the turning knobs, you can do it for each side. Why would I want to set my toast at different temperatures? My wife kind of likes it because I like mine a bit crispier than hers. She likes that bit of thing because that way the butter melts more. But I just think sometimes I want four bits of toast and I just want to be the same thing. And I'm not a fucking, I'm not a locksmith. I can't turn it. It's not like a little bank thing. You just have to keep turning. One to left, two to the right. Three stars. Send. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did you waste a day on that? Oh. However, it is um, 
like say I went for a nice steak in a new place in Blythe the other day, brand new place open. I was like, oh, I might leave this at TripAdvisor because it would be nice to draw some traffic to them. Like I'm, I'm very grateful of the people that put stars on our podcast because people that are scrolling through will see because the stars. Because that's an up and coming thing. Yeah. So again, I, I will offer a leeway for that. Like if it's if it's an up and coming thing, like a restaurant or even I, I, I hate comedy reviews, but if it's for if it's a good review for a new act. I'm all for that because I'm like, this is good because that gives them quotes and stuff. Same thing with restaurants. It builds it up, gives it a reputation. But if you're, if you're fucking reviewing Pizza Express yeah. or if, the, if, you, if you've left like a fucking PlayStation 4 review yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, because it's... The like, f- as if you're going to have any sway on anyone in the world. And it's also the fake punch bag. It's to stop them doing anything actual practical about what happened. Like, yeah. it's not a proper letter of complaint to the manager. It's not like, oh, the way I got trapped was unacceptable. It's just like, yeah, the, they've put it up as the system so you can go and just punch it out online. And it's, it's get ma- it out of your system. You haven't really affected anything. No, you've just... You've just you've, here, if you, instead of doing Amazon reviews, just go outside and shout it. You can have the exact same fucking effect. I don't like the new fridge I bought because it keeps the strawberries too cold. All right, thanks, Darren. Won't yeah. buy that one. I showed Bosch. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, it's also like the amount of effort to go into doing it. Like, it's not like an easy thing. The people that... You've got two choices when leaving an Amazon review. You can either, right, leave a uh, really thought-out one, in which case you're a fucking nerd, you're a muggle, but that means you've spell-checked it. You've got to go through it because you can't leave mistakes on it. Otherwise, you're the type of person that's leaving spelling your space in fucking reviews. You either want people to respect you or you're just shouting at the internet. This could be a good game, actually. We could make it as part of a, a feature for the show is reviewing stuff on Amazon that we've got. Oh, why? Read the reviews out. Oh, 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 read the reviews. Read the review. Like, we put them on as a joke. I think it might be worth doing if you're, oh, if you're, okay. if you're being the parody of the muggle. So if you're doing it as a joke, if I you're going on and leaving joking I reviews. I do think there is also the one other, not the one other one, but there is another, there are some very, very funny Amazon reviews out yeah. there that have already been used. We could, I guess we could maybe leave that. Um, so I think if you're voting like one, fuck you, you just screwed us over. I had the worst birthday ever. If you're leaving one or five. Fine. If you're leaving five, this is an up and coming thing. Do your thing. But if you're putting like a really long photo drawn out review over a three star or four oh. star or whatever you're not helping anyone you're not doing anything for you like yeah just do, uh, people, step aside it's a fucking book website you're reviewing books you know there are magazines that review those are what people are reading people are reading what the fucking experts are thinking about a book not fucking Terry from Winchester being like I didn't like Of Mice and Men because I found the lead character suddenly became relatable but then unrelatable and I did not understand the turmoil that I've been put through also too short and not suitable for kids would not read again Three stars. Would not read again. <laughs> I, I rarely read a book a second time. I think I've done it once. Oh, I've read Harry Potter. Three but times. even if I read the best ever book, I'll, I'll not be like, "Fuck, can't we get started on that again?" Oh, I'm already. Ex- it's like a, I reckon half a decade to go by before I'd even go. Oh, I remember that one was good. I can't remember what happened. I, I, I left. A, I left a full decade before I reread Harry Potter again. But after rereading it a second time. I'm definitely going to be reading it within half a fucking uh, decade. Just because every time you go through it, once you know the full story, it's on the second time reading it, I was like, oh my God, bitch knew what she was doing. There's so many under layers. Yeah, now you mention that. when there's, If there's reveals and twists and turns, it'll be and a different book. And then you go back, you realise how smart it sort of was because she did know what yeah, she Yeah, like was watching doing. Fight Club for a second time. Exactly, well, like watching Warrior for the second time. Because mm. I've watched, I watch Warrior three times a fucking year. It's one of my favourite movies. Each time there's just another fucking layer uh, and layer. Well, well, we're here. Um, Dogma, how the fuck have we not how seen that? How the fuck have we missed Dogma? Why what? didn't you cunts tell us how good Dogma was? We watched Dogma for the first time three days ago, courtesy of Gene, who was astonished that we hadn't seen it. And then we watched it and goes, how have we getting the sense of humour that we have without being influenced by this? Because oh. it was, it, I felt like a, one film had just bottled what I find funny. Yeah. And we're saying watching it. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, already impressed. Then fucking George Carlin. Chris Chris Rock. Rock. Jane Silent Bob, who I'd never give the time of day. I've always knew the existence. I've always been on the periphery of my what I'm into. And I know that they're I don't know what they are or what they're and then I watch them and I'm just like I want to see everything that oh. they've ever done. There are pe- there are nerds at home, and uh, when I say nerds, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. But you know what type of nerds you are? You movie buffs, those ones who are devastated that we've not. It's annoying. Like my dad, when I told my dad I didn't see Dogma today, yeah. he almost disbanded me as a fucking child. He was like, "Because I'm his son." That's. But I want to watch that film until I know the script. Oh, so if you but and also if you haven't seen Dogma, I uh, would strongly recommend it. Very funny. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we agree. Leaving Amazon reviews between two and four star review online, you're yep. a fucking muggle. Yep. Help the cause or cripple it. Aye. Don't be a muggle. <laughs> Don't be a muggle. 
All right. Um, being annoyed at a late phone call to the house phone when you're actually still awake. Oh, you know when you go, oh, this better be important. <laughs> you get it. It's just like your, your buddy or whatever. What the fuck's he ringing at 10 o'clock at bloody night? <laughs> the street lights are on. <laughs> I see. Anyway, I think that I absolutely agree that is a muggle thing, but I reckon I've not experienced that as much. My because my mum's phone rings all because her office is at home yeah. and she's got an international job, so she would never be annoyed at a late phone call because it it's, might have been China. Somebody died. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably probably Danny wants to pick up. But wants to score some weed. That is the thing though. Being uh, being your girlfriend Natalie, have a fear that whenever whenever one of us phones each other, because you, me and your girlfriend are friends, but we never yeah. we just text. For the every point we're phoning each other, it's because the other one immediately assumes that you're dead. Any anytime I phoned her, she sat looking at the phone for five seconds, being like, "Oh, Kai's dead." And anytime she's phoned me, I've masturbated for five seconds, <laughs> thinking that Kai's gonna be dead before shattering your dreams and finding out I've just lost something, and you want it out. I want to know where it is. <laughs> So uh, I remember when we were in Pamplona and um, I broke my f- I broke my phone. Yeah. Oh, my phone just f- malfunctioned and broke. And then I says, "I'll oh, text Natalie and let her know my phone's fucked." <laughs> no, you, that was this was te- in Benidorm. Te- yeah, in Benidorm was in Benidorm. <laughs> you text Natalie saying, "Kai got drunk last night and threw his phone into the sea." <laughs> And I couldn't reply to her to be like, I mean, it just broke. I'm not a. <laughs> but the thing was, she totally believed you'd done it. I know, because it's me. <laughs> right? But I hadn't. Like, and, then, and then the next day, I fell asleep on the beach because I lost you guys and I didn't know the way back to the hotel. And I woke up on the beach, fucking sunburned, and my watch had been stolen off my body. And then you had to text us because I didn't have my phone. So I'd, I'd lost my watch. And she was told totally like, also threw it in the sea. Remind him he's 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sometimes, I mean, see when other people are cunts, it's not funny. See when I'm being a cunt, fuck me, it's funny. God, what bag of fun I am. Ah, oh, the worst. Anyway, so you're saying. If- I was saying if you get annoyed by the house phone, and I think that's like. I think that's the same as like you just you kind of get set in your ways. You've got your own chair. If anyone sits on it, you get annoyed. Like mm. someone's parked like opposite a house, and you're like, who's that parked there? They don't normally park there. The minute your routine is so locked in that, like, yeah. brr, brr, 10 15 loses your shit. Uh, oh, you, snap out of it, brother. Okay, I will off. Uh, I agree with you, but then are you willing to. Because I've got a pro thing I hate about fucking phones. See, when people don't answer the house phone, like, sometimes I'm having a shit or I'm in the shower and I can hear the phone ringing. And when you live with me, I can hear you not going for it and hear Gene constantly not going for it. And, that's, and they're always going. Yeah, but it's it's normally telemarketers, and you go, yeah, yeah, but sometimes it's not, and those are the call. Could you just for three seconds listen? Yeah, it's five seconds of your life where you go, hello, do I, Hi, do can that? I talk do I let it ring out? Sometimes you did. No, oh. uh, sometimes you did when. It, uh, no, because I'm not pretty good at that. Because that, that annoys me at my parents' house when oh, my right. mum and dad let it ring out, but they'll actually check and see the call ID. Oh, see, there's but no even then, I'd pick it up and hang it up. Yeah. Before it was just, just ringing pick it up like if someone's phoning you. People go, it's always telemarketers. If you might fucking not be. Maybe Babe Station. <laughs> Phone it back. Ask him, ask him where I've been. He's dying. <laughs> Does he mean reversing the charges? <laughs> What's he wearing? Jammies. What's he got in pockets? <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Like if you. Yeah. If you get annoyed by Just a late that, phone call. Yeah, it's, it's the being annoyed by it. It's the fact that, that anyone who's got that low fucking temper is quite a muggly thing. Like, oh, at this time, the, the kids are asleep at 7pm and your kids are 17. Like, yeah, unplug your phone or whatever. Uh, your, just fucking, you got a mobile, put it on a silent, unplug your house phone. Do that. Uh, that's in. So if you've done that, get in the corner uh, for up to a minute. Uh, muggles wear funny shirts. Oh, uh, yeah. And this is really hard for me because, like, I used to, I absolutely, and I will stand, I will stand in the corner for this. As a, when I was in my teens, bought funny shirts all the time, wore them, thought they were hilarious. Well, kind of like a, what about like, do I, them t-shirts come where it's like Popeye's body and it's got a neck and then you always head? Oh, like that maybe sort of not. Stuff. I mean, like with, cor- funny, with some funny t-shirts are quite good. Uh, yeah, okay, with jokes on them, like I do my own stunts or, or like it's the upside down fine. If found, please 
put back up on the bar. I'm with stupid. I'm with stupid. Arrow that. pointed at your penis. <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah, the man, the legend. Arrow pointing down to your day. Yeah. Any level, and I will stand in the corner. I've, I, I used to have it. I do all my own shirt stunts. I used to love funny t-shirts. My only defence, and I will still stand in the corner for this, is because when I was just before I started stand up, and I really did, I was just enjoying the form of the jokes. I was that. I was really. I googled them because I was just I wanted jokes. I wanted you like, to get, you like the joke. You you like carrying a joke around with you. Yeah. But if, like once you've worn it for a few people, it's you're wearing a hack joke. Yeah. That you've also, told a million times with everyone that's seen it. Uh, it's like yeah, it's essentially having a catchphrase that you don't have the balls to say out loud because you know no one will fucking laugh. Yeah. Also in that category, laughing at funny shirts, you're as guilty as hell can't because you're the same market apparently. That's who it's for. Aye. Just find each other. Kids, if you are if you did it under the age of 15, fine. Are you just trying to disclaimer yourself? No, I said 16, so I will still do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just moving the lane close. Yeah. But, look, it, but you look 16, if I, Your Honour. Sometimes I do still wear funny t-shirts, but only because I get fucking bought them for Christmas and I wear them as jammies. If I'm, I'm not, like, because jammies I'm never wearing outside. And them. you've got all your dinosaur t-shirts from having a oh, pet exactly. dinosaur and everyone buying your dinosaur merch. Uh, so this is a very similar muggle corner on the same lines is jokey shot glasses where it's like I'm a nobody nobody's perfect oh uh, are you doing this after we went to Ricketts' house and he had one I've wrote that one down <laughs> I like my drinks on ice and my women on fire see, on a shot glass <laughs> this I, is me and my identity but see, this is what so I like what does that mean because I took that as a, I took that as an abusive joke towards women burn them yeah that's <laughs> what I took it as like that's like that's like a shot glass your friend buys you after you've just been dumped, and they're like, "Oh, come on, mate, we'll get over real good tonight." And it's oh, I like my. That was like it would have worked as a pun if they went, "I like my drinks cold and my women hot." Yeah. Well, I like my drinks on ice and my yeah, women on hot. fire. Oh, no, on fire to be just, At least I've got a cold drink. Yeah, who says on fire? Like that's that girl is on fire. Nah, no, girl don't is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> My sex is on the fire. fire. That was Who's the first one? Was that My text have expired. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, funny shot glasses fall absolutely to the same category, and they do a muggle doth make. Um, here's one that I think you're going to debate, but you'll have to listen to my logic. Muggles play tennis. Go on. Right. Uh, again, if we're talking about if staying in shape and stuff, you do what you got to do, but. If you're gonna do sports to stay in shape, do the bigger ones. Even I don't know if squash falls into. It. Maybe we'll get onto that. But it's just squash you and one fun. person. It's just you're you're a competitive person. You're a competitive person, but you're not willing to play as part of a team. So you play tennis against Janice from the office because you know you can spike a ball off her fucking I, mole on her neck. I always find that very funny about individual sports. Is that when they like when they win? It's like I've 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 scored a few goals, important ones. Oh. I've, I've been in a team that's won an important game, and they're running up to each other and cuddling. But you know if you do the like your ace save, yeah, yeah me. Oh, you look like oh, a- me. God, this guy, everyone, look at me. Here you are. What's <laughs> got two thumbs and just ace that bitch? Hoorah! However, fucking love the fighting, and I think this is because. Any other sport, one on one, can get oh, so you mean UFC? Sorry, you mean UFC? I love the UFC. But yeah, so I think any sport can get so heated it breaks out in a fight. But no fight's gonna get so heated it breaks out in another sport. <laughs> no yeah. UFC fights broke out in a game of tennis. <laughs> yeah, with Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor were having the showdown. No pun, right? Right. Oh, we're gonna sell this before Saturday. We can sell this before Saturday, and they both just get their squash glasses, and put them on, <laughs> go into a room off the site. So if people are playing tennis, you go, yeah, yeah, but who's really the best? Yeah, <laughs> they put. The rackets down, get rid of that net, find out who's really the best I just, out of you guys. I think, I think solo sport, fine, like if you're, uh, if you're running, solo exercise is fine, on a bike, I'm gonna, cool. Uh, I'm going to defend tennis, um, I've tried to play it, like we may, oh, couple, like I jump, I couple enjoy of my mates play it, I've tried to play it. against them, I was so bad, yeah. I was so bad, so that means that to go from being that bad to being adequate must be very rewarding. To be able to then get a rally going. So you go from, oh, I'm crap at this. I'm just going to just write it off as things I don't like. Mm. But if you could breach that and become good at it, then I think you're, you're going to get something from it. Yeah, and maybe, now that I think about it, maybe like playing it with someone else. Can I, if, you, if your friend's not a competitive cunt and you are just... Yeah, maybe maybe I put myself too much into that because I know, I know it. I'm a, yeah. I'm a sore loser, but I'm a much sorer winner. 
Like yeah. I'm a, uh, okay. I think, yeah. I think tennis you're good if you like your tennis. Right. You're, you're all right. You haven't muggled up there. Okay, tennis is not my league. I, I mean, am, I apologize. I mean, you look like a prick wall. Your wristbands on and whatnot. Your headband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't let, don't let it take away from that. You look like a bit of a muppet. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you're not a, with your not, full fucking uniform. You're not a muggle, though. I'm just probably going to look twice at you when you walk through Asda afterwards for your fucking <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> you pillock. <laughs> coconut water and almond milk. All right. Um, Wasabi peas. I think this is a very muggly thing to do. Like, after an event's happened, someone piped up and going, where was my invite? <laughs> like, nothing makes me skin crawl more because like you're in two you're in two positions here one look mate I'm not just going to fucking invite everyone in the periphery of my friends group or invite the 300 like now I'm on a night out with 300 people because they all said yes I'm probably just going to put it out there that I'm going to do a thing people can come along if they want right mm-hmm. fucking make it like crawl to your door please will you come oh, hey, I, fuck, fuck you or, or you might not have been invited I j- now it's awkward yeah if you're not comfortable to just turn up you weren't invited for a fucking reason like that's a degree of loneliness because I've got that fear now when it's because a lot of our friends are jumping off and getting married and stuff and it's always that thing of like am I going to get an invite to this and how hard will it be so Ali one of my oldest friends in the world his brother Duncan two years younger than me is getting uh, married and I've known Duncan since we were teenagers but over the past five years not seen him as much seen him about once a year uh, know his uh, fiance very well love the pair of them uh, a lot really get on with them but just only see them once a year and I'm like I, am I going to get a fucking invite to this? Because I'm going to be all. Because I, I want to send them congratulations. Because if I'm not invited, I want to yeah. say congratulations because I, I like they're a perfect couple, and I want them to know that I'm very happy for them. But that also just feels like a. Where was my invite? Yeah. Like if I'm like, hope you have a great day. Sorry, I couldn't be there. <laughs> Wasn't invited. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never really had that like. Um, Kind of that feeling of like, oh, I'm not invited there. Because even if I forget that feeling, I'll just go, I'll not go then. Oh. If I feel like I'm not invited somewhere, then I'll just not go to it. I don't want to go. If I feel like I'm not invited. Oh, if I'm, yeah, if I'm not wanted, I don't yeah. want to be there. Like, you've got to be a real sort of spiteful person. Be like, oh, they don't want me there. I'll yeah. go. I don't Shut think, up, cat. I, I, I don't think I'd misjudge it enough to be somewhere I wasn't invited. But I would invite myself along on things. Knowing that it's cool for us to be there, yeah, you just you just get that. You just do a little bit of self reflection. But it is find out where you are. It's like guilt groveling. Yeah, you've made your you've made your problem someone else's. Like just oh, but why you can like maybe that fun we used to have. Just get other friends. Like maybe it's for maybe it's what lonely people do. Maybe maybe it's we're just being maybe it's a privileged Dicks. position because we've just fucking got loads of friends because we've got cracking bands. We're just on two hours just flitting <laughs> out. Yeah, to be fair. To, to finish it off, by the way, Duncan and Amanda did invite me to their wedding. So did Castle Station, another couple I was worried about. And then I couldn't go to both because I was on tour. So I yeah. don't know why I give a shit. Like, I'm glad I couldn't go, but I can never go to these fucking so things. Do you think the bay wears me invite as, as Muggle Corner? I do. Try and avoid doing it. Yeah. But I also, I don't, I really don't believe, that that is muggly, but I do think it's one of the muggle things that nobody that listens to this podcast has done. Because we haven't invited them to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going, where's my invite list? I saw you shared it on your wall, but where's my actual inbox? You just got, yeah, send, me, send me a link, get me to follow you on iTunes, ask me first. Oh, by the way, also go on Twitter, follow back. I fucking bet you do. I got your invite on Candy Crush, sorry I didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I poked you there, they didn't seem to poke me back. Nobody's poked on Facebook in nine years. Get back in your box. Aye. Right. Go play fucking Bejeweled Farmville, mug. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Just tail off, teeing off, teeing off on a tennis player, teeing off on the. I'll tell you, we're invited. The fight, you mug. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's good for uh, Muggle Corner. So, just to go through those again. So, if you are guilty of any of the following sick things, for each thing you're guilty for, stand in a corner for 30 seconds for each, and we will know you've done it. We will know. Don't ask how, but we fucking will. I'll do it for. Oh, if I'll tell you this so, leaving Amazon reviews, wearing funny shirts, and you're three, they got through work. Uh, being annoyed at a late phone call on the house phone, uh, jokey shot glasses, and where's my invite? Yeah, uh, I will uh, stand in the corner for 30 seconds uh, for this, while we go for, during this joint break, uh, because I absolutely still do wear funny t shirts. And you should also have an extra 30 seconds for having a trolley token every uh, week. No, because no, that did not make it to Muggle Corner. Muggle Corner, for something to be Muggle Corner, it's got to be unanimously decided. And even on Twitter, it's 50-50. I mean, a couple of muggles said they've got one. <laughs> no. I don't know how that's fighting your corner. <laughs> a couple of muggles said they didn't. And you know what there was? My muggles have over your muggles. Trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, uh, we are going to go for a quick joint. If you want to join us, you can. Just pause it here and come back with us, and let's be high together. But also, we do not encourage the use of drugs on this podcast. Oh, no way. Yes, we do. We do do that. It's our own podcast. You can't fire us. <laughs> it's mandatory, in fact. Yeah, do it. Oh, hey, hey. I'm hey, if you don't do it, I'm going to ring your house phone oh. in about an hour. <laughs> All right, see you in a sec. Bye. If your microphone's not on, I'm going to cut your throat. Check talking to the microphone. Right, it is on. Good. Uh, we are back. Uh, um, before we go on to our next game of horoscopes, uh, just a reminder that we are on uh, tour at the moment. We'll give you all the dates, but uh, basically Monday, which is today for you, when this comes out, we start our European tour. We're going to Poland. I'll give all the dates at the end, and then we will be coming back and doing some more UK dates. And but if you don't want to do that and you want to mix the two of uh, Europe and fun on the. 10th? 10th of December. Till the... Christmas comes early. Christmas does come very Te- fucking early. 10th for a week. Let's say for a week. I think it's the 16th it finishes. Uh, the greatest comedy festival on the fucking planet is... Uh, every week it's the best week of my life. Oh, it's And this year it's happened twice. We're talking about Altitude Comedy Festival. And for those of you that do not know, uh, it's basically a festival started up by Marcus Brickstock and Andrew Maxwell out in Meyerhofen in Austria, where you can buy tickets online, basically you get your flights, your accommodation, and your ski pass, all included, and you, oh no, maybe we for that, but basically you I think buy, there's, there's packages you can get, yeah, there's but, different packages, but basically it's a comedy festival up in the mountains, so all of the Apres ski, so you go and do your snowboarding or your skiing if you're a muggle, the day. <laughs> in, in, the uh, fuck, in the fucking Alps, in the Alps, and it's just a, such a glorious mountain range, and such an amazing resort, and there's comedy festivals on from the minute you get off, even if you get off in the afternoon, they have like the, uh, the comedy impro chums, yeah, the impro chums, like um, Steve Frost and everyone <laughs> doing impro in the afternoon, so if you have an early day, you go watch them, yeah. a band of Man are there. It's just, yeah, it's five days of snowboarding, skiing, uh, comedy, and drinking, and every year is the greatest time of our life. And this year, they actually did one in January this year, and they've decided to do it in December, so they're making it fucking Christmassy, which I'm now twice as shitting. Because, first of all, I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's my favourite time of year, but to be spending it in the fucking Alps with like Mac- Andrew Maxwell, Brick Stock, and they've always, they've always got superstar headliners. The so times we've Lions done it, is going. Oh, amazing! Andy Askins is going. Andy Askins, and, uh, Barry Castanola, one of our besties. Uh, fucking Abandonment. But they've always got superstar headliners. Like uh, we've we've gigged with John Bishop and uh, Eddie Izzard and stuff. Over Jim Jeffries, Tim Minchin, Frankie Boyle, Jimmy Carr, and names Sean Locke. Sean Locke. Yeah, are the names of the headliners of the past couple of years. But intimate gigs too. Oh, like so these are intimate. guys that are like playing arenas, and you're just in the this middle of a like in the middle of the mountains yeah. in this intimate gig with these legends of comedy. Uh, if you. Uh, uh, we're just basically plugging this. We're not even being paid to plug this one. This is something that we're doing, and we're just—it's—it's uh, it's honestly the best. I feel like Christmas. it's one of life's hidden gems. You oh. know, when you tell people, you're like, "I've got a secret for you." One of the best things you can ever it's, do with your life. It's just the funnest fucking goddamn week, and uh, you can actually join us. You can come over, and we know it's before Christmas, but then why not? treat yourself to, or treat your partner to like an early fucking Christmas present yeah if you think how much money you spend on Christmas on going to a different events and on, mm. on presents and if you just get your nearest and dearest you get your family and just go alright let's put the money we would normally spend on me, stuff that'll go to waste <laughs> just have the best time we could ever have last time two times I think it was like the, the four times ago when we went to Altitude it was me and your you and your brother and we went up one day and we snowboarded we got up and we'd rolled two joints and we smoked them, snowboarded down the mountain a couple of times and then smoked another one before we went to lunch. And we got up there and they don't have fucking signal up in the mountains. So they, they didn't have like a card reader? They, they do have now. a card reader. But didn't have it three years ago. And we only had 20 euros between us. So we were trying to work out what sandwiches we could get. But when we also worked out, you could get a three-course meal with one glass of mulled wine for 20 euros. So we ordered a starter of... Chicken noodle soup, a main course of spaghetti bolognese, and a dessert of strudel, and gave each other yeah thirty seconds with each, and then you pass the ball to your left. So I'd have like a little bit of starter, then a little bit of main, a sip of mulled wine, and then a little bit of dessert, and then oh, it's a starter again. I fucking started off with strudel. It was the I was just there to be like, I'm eating fucking ice cream and cream, and and then I'm on to fucking soup. And And you know what? I was so stoned. It was fucking delicious. 
And what's what's really cool as well about um, just being out in the in the mountains is you'll you'll get hammered and you'll get drunk because it's such a good party lifestyle on on the base camp. And then because you're so excited to go skiing in the morning or snowboarding, the hangover, yeah, you hangover's get, you gone. Get out of, nothing keeps you in bed. You no. look out the window and go, oh, I can't wait to get out there. Grab your shit in the thin air, in the fresh air. Just uh, totally, the hangover's gone. So you can party like a fool and. Yeah, get up early did. and seize the day. And also, we I got met- so drunk that um, we were. You got all sent to bed by no, your no, girlfriend. No, we were. <laughs> Hey, we were we were all in uh, Brett and Mary's room, yeah. and um, we were just like having, having a drink in the room. And I ran myself a bath, and I climbed in the bath, right? And then I woke up in a cold bath, and the party had finished, and everyone had left. And no one, everyone had fought outside door and left. And I just woke up like I went full Whitney Houston. <laughs> I went full Whitney and I just get out of this cold bath and tell down and I go through and there's Brett and Mary just asleep. <laughs> I, I just skulked out of the room like a lizard. Was it their en suite? In the hotel bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. For two reasons. One, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, well, in fact, three reasons. Why did you, why did you get in a bath? Just fancy that I was on pills. Pills do make you want a bath. That is one of the side effects they don't tell you about. You just want like... Uh, you want to be in water. You want sensory input, don't yeah, you? Yeah, in a hot bath when we were in Benidorm, running over When it. we were in Benidorm and I did the pills, I loved the sea. It was my favourite thing in the world. Just fucking walk in, wait down until you were waist deep and just lie down. Just piss. Oh, I mean, just lie down. <laughs> what he said? Oh, just lie down and kiss. I mean, piss. Uh, yeah, and the, and the other one... Oh, jellyfish goddess. Oh, Danny, get this. Oh, jellyfish. <laughs> You don't get jellyfish in this part of the sea at this time of year. Oh, oh, oh look, it's been migrating. <laughs> Migration patterns. Oh, they swim in these, and then they pees on my legs. <laughs> um, also, we work out because uh, this is our, like our third or fourth. You and me for the past couple of years have always been doing our double act at the late shows, where we basically you and me get really fucking drunk. Really, I guess this is stoned. where this all started, isn't yeah. it? Is that the double act we're doing? Yeah, the you? double act. Yeah, this podcast stems for the fact that people seem to enjoy us when we shit on each other and say horrible things. Uh, in the uh, bedroom, in the bedroom, I just dirty talk. Um, he has to say it in the in, in the mirror so I can lip read it. <laughs> Jolly. Uh, no, no, no. Just so I can, just because like you're facing the other way, and I don't want you to fucking turn your neck. But you may lip read it backwards because it's in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but for you, it's your problem. You're the yeah. one reading my lips. I'm the one behind you. Right. No. Matter. Anyway, we might What's do happening? a month if there's like I think, five. I feel like I'm being hypothetically raped for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you blow your hypothetical rape whistle? <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming. <laughs> this rape whistle's broken. <laughs> I've been in the park for three hours blowing this whistle. I'm going to leave a free star Amazon review for this rape whistle. It's not working. I was in the park for ages whistling. We, uh, Nothing happened to us. <laughs> we, um, uh, we've always done a double act while we've been shit-faced. That was last year when you kissed both my mum and uh, dad. Oh, so funny. Because I was like talking about how hot his mum is. Because his mum is hot. She's damn fine. And... Um, I was talking about how hot she was on stage and then Danny um, was like, my mum's in the audience. And I was like, oh yeah, she is. He said that like I was going to stop, but I serenaded and the whole crowd sung along. You mm-hmm. never close your eyes. All the way up to Leslie. And I lay across the table in a provocative position. And I you looked, asked my dad's permission I looked first. to Martin and I said, can I kiss your wife? <laughs> and he said yes. And then I kissed your mum. And then, later on... So what you're saying is you gave my dad an erection. <laughs> I was just cutting out the middleman of kissing your dad. <laughs> I mean, I was adding the middleman. Yeah, anything. it was yeah, middle yeah. woman, middle woman, sexist. And uh, then later on, we're doing your dad jokes, and you're like, "My dad's in," and mm. I was like, "Yeah, he is." And then I serenaded your dad, laid down provocatively, turned to your mum and went, "Can I kiss your husband?" <laughs> and I snogged your dad, mate. I fucking snogged your dad, son. I don't, I don't, you, you, I'm your dad now. You, I, 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 I'm your other dad. It's not like Highlander. You're two dads and a mum. It's like Conkers. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's your mum now. Well, you, well, and now every other man in London oh, I'm really annoyed there's an amazing Harry Potter reference I can make that you won't understand that would have been a perfect joke to that I Which I, book six I know I, but I can't say it it won't give anything away oh. but it's what you're saying is my dad's the elder wand for any for any Potter nerds out there I know you're giggling away this isn't the greatest Harry Potter in the jo- joke in the world <laughs> oh, malfunctioned oh. turn me off and then back on again <laughs> Shove a finger up your ass. Uh, so altitude is 10th to the 14th, 15th. 16th. Go- Google it. 
Um, it, you can get tickets, you can buy your flights, you can sort all those wonderful packages, and it is, it's just the fucking best. Oh, and we might do a live podcast there, if enough people turn up. Yeah, let's like, do if, it. If, if, if five people... If there's turn, a market for yeah, it, it'll give us a stage. If five people turn up to Altitude... Uh, With Muggins and Cream's cream t-shirt. ...that they've made at home, we will do the first ever live Muggins and Cream episode. Um, we'll do other ones in the future, no doubt, but if you're any of the people that are there for the first one, you are, like, platinum members. We'll send you bit pictures of our buttholes each week. Get a trolley talk. And you've got to guess which one's which. It's a game you've got to play at home while watching the podcast. Watching the podcast. <laughs> oh, watching, actually. Whose is the butthole? Aye. Yours is the one that's bleeding. Yep. <laughs> it's one of the tampon in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we go into our next game? It's a new one. <clears throat> like, we don't know how this is going to work because we never really yeah. discussed it. We're it just also, like, oh, let's do people's horoscopes. Hey, but we didn't, you, like... It might not be funny, but that's the thing. But the it may be very fun- different. It may, may be very different to yours because I don't know if we're on the same wavelength. Oh, yeah, because we haven't read these through with each other. So these are, uh, we're each going to have three uh, horoscopes uh, for some of you. Uh, just to let you know that this is this is our predictions from gazing at the stars. We got stone, we looked at the stars, the planet spoke to us. Uh, we know all the star signs. We've read your future. We've read your future. So here they are. I'll go first. Capricorn. Pluto has entered Capricorn just like I did with your mum last night. This means you're going to be impulsive, just like your mum was with me last night. Though nearing the end of the week, you'll start feeling down, just like your dad was when he saw me doing your mum wheelbarrow style last night. But eventually, everything will come together, just like me, your mum, and your dad did last night. Three is your lucky number, and mine apparently. I fucked your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Does that for all the Capricorns out there? All the Capricorns. Oh, cool. Taurus. I've got your back, Taurus. Here we are. For some reason this week, you're going to... <laughs> I can't read my own writing. Uh, for, for some reason this week, you're going to feel very angry and not know what to do with all of that pent-up aggression. Road rage is inevitable as everyone around you is driving like a fucking muppet. You'll take this out on people closest to you because they never fucking listen. You feel your partner is letting the kids away with murder and you always have to look like the ogre when you lay down the law. But this is the role you have to play. Uh, threaten the little bastards with violence if you have to and it's because you love them on Thursday you'll meet a Capricorn and you want to do nothing more than to kick his cunt in big no no you fucked your mum no no I fucked Capricorn's mum okay Capricorn's having a bad week Uh, Leo this is to all Leos out there age isn't just a number stop that stop it now just stop I said stop no I don't give a fuck what's legal in France. Stop it. Stop it. Who gives a fuck if he's French? It's still gross. Yes, saying you sacri blew a load in his chin is funny, but besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) This is for cancer. Cancer, you will get some terrible news this week. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you, you won't believe the irony. (laughs) You guessed it. You have cancer. (laughs) It would only be more ironic if instead of a crab, it was a lump. (laughs) Your loved ones will be very sad. Your loved ones will be very sad, but not as sad as you because they don't have cancer. (laughs) As the moon moves into Jupiter, you will notice the shadow on your lungs spreading. (laughs) Your lucky number is five. That's how many weeks you have left. Uh, (laughs) Gemini. This is a short one. Vote Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That's how the end of the world started. Horoscopes. <laughs> Ill-informed horoscopes. Virgo. Oh, it's me. Oh, <coughs> what do you know? Virgos are by, are by nature very sceptical. Does this sound like you? I don't think so. Which means you will be sceptical of that very statement. I was. <laughs> yes. But I'm also sceptical of that one. I don't Thus know. contradicting your very belief structure. Showing scepticism in your own scepticism is in itself an ability to show belief. Now that we have cleared this up, it's time to accept some home truths. That ingrained homophobia that you occasionally feel is actually down to your own suppressed homosexuality thoughts. Homosexuality thoughts? I just thought about homosexuality. (laughs) On Thursday, you will meet a Capricorn. Capricorn? (laughs) And chances are you'll commit a hate crime on them when really all you want to do is bury your face in his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Or her ass. I actually wrote in their ass. Yeah, I kept it gender neutral in me thing. Apart, that, from, that apart that from the fact that it was about you. Right. Well, Capricorn is having a tough fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked your mum and your dad. You're dying. And, uh, someone committed a hate crime on you. Yeah, and someone's going to kick in the balls. Uh, right, should we go and... 
Yeah, this is at 53 minutes. This is perfect time for our last game. The fan favourite, it's your dad jokes. You want to go first, fucko? You want Martin to get it first? <laughs> I've already kissed him, so I feel a bit bad about blowing hot and cold. <laughs> your dad shits with the lights off to save electricity and then sniffs every wipe to check that he's done. <laughs> your dad has to wear armbands to feed the ducks at the local pond because of what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> Ricketts broke his arm. <laughs> Your dad couldn't find his suit, so he went to a funeral and he had with a school uniform. <laughs> <laughs> My one's similar. No. Your dad wears glow sticks to funerals. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not the same funeral. Very disrespectful for both families. Your dad put a ring in the sugar bowl and asked your mum for a cup of tea so he could propose to her. Uh, your dad licks both sides of the stamp. <laughs> Your dad wears double denim to the gym. <laughs> so I'm on the treadmill. Your dad takes me out, me out before parents' teachers' evening. <laughs> <laughs> Just tries to get your teacher to be nice to you by dancing with him and hugging him all the time. Chewing his face off. Your dad let me take a line of coke off his chest. <laughs> your dad was seen buying a dog bowl, a collar and a lead, yet he owns no dog, but him and your mum seem happier. <laughs> I must be about to get a dog. <laughs> your <And> da- fuck it. <laughs> really kinky style. Your dad puts TB at the end of text messages. <laughs> your dad makes cheese out of the breast milk he steals from the mums doing yoga down the park. <laughs> when you put your teeth under the pillow when you were nine, your dad didn't have a quid, so he gave you a trolley token. <laughs> Your dad licks your mum's feet clean after walking along the beach. <laughs> your dad's infertile and you look nothing like him. Uh, why, why, why are our dicks the same size and taste? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brother's your, arseholes. <laughs> yours is six inches, but it smells like a foot. No. Is that, is that one of your dad's jokes? No, I think no, someone might. I think it's, I can't remember who. I think it's a dad joke. Oh, it is a dad joke. Uh, your dad sucks his toes when he's nervous. <laughs> your dad has a calculator watch. <laughs> he probably does. He does. I guarantee it. <laughs> Fucking met him. Uh, doing sums on it right now. <laughs> your dad's got a tattoo of the thimble monopoly piece. <laughs> Which one? The thimble. <laughs> Is there a thimble one? Hi. Because everyone gets the boat or the dog. Oh, maybe there's not or a thimble. The maybe maybe my family. The hat, you fucking muppet. No, there's not a thimble. A thimble, I've got one of my pajama pockets, I'll show you. <laughs> maybe, maybe I only think there's a thimble because my, my family lost a piece and they just replaced it with a thimble. thimble. <laughs> maybe I've just reached a home truth. Are there not thimbles in Monopoly? Nah. Are there not? Nah, there might be a bucket. But even that, it's oh, it's a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not a thimble in Monopoly? <laughs> nah. Are you sure? I mean, you could definitely use the hat as a thimble if you ran out of thimbles. <laughs> and you had a massive thumb. <laughs> <laughs> nah, how big are your Monopoly pieces? They're tiny. No, but I mean, using a hat as a thimble. <laughs> no, it's not a life-size hat. It's a Monopoly piece. <laughs> you really think you've got a hat in there? You fuck. What happens when you play as the car? <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, so that's what he's got as a tattoo. Aye. Uh, your dad went in the spearmint rhino with his CV. <laughs> Much like dogs, your dad can't see colour and has been told off for biting babies. <laughs> Sounds like a Capricorn. <laughs> Is that you done? Huh? Oh. That's, that's what my parents done. Oh, Fucking stay, stay down. Stay slapped. Oh, well, thank you very much. Is this our fifth or sixth? Who gives a shit? Uh, we are on tour. Come see us on tour, please. Uh, the UK tour uh, is not on for the next couple of weeks, but we are in uh, these following places. We're in Wrocław, I think it's pronounced, in Poland. Pronounce it again? Wrocław. Wrocław. No, no, that's how you'd say it. W-R-O. Yeah, but the W's are V's, remember. C-L-O. W's are, are pronounced V in Polish. Wrocław. Wrocław. What's the V at the end? The W at the end. Oh, yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, go on vvv.google. <laughs> yeah, in Poland that works. No, but in, the, in Poland that's only fucking, you yeah, know, it's only half. Anyway, uh, 
19th of October, we are in Warsaw. Oh, is it pronounced Warsaw? Warsaw. Is it pronounced Warsaw? Well, not by that logic, though. Warsaw? It's Vroklov, because I got told by a Polish guy that well, it's Vroklov. So, by logic, does it yeah, make it? It should be Warsaw. No, Warsaw. because by logic would mean we've already got Warsaw, so by logic, Rocklow. Because the middle letters are different, you fucking idiot. They just start an M with W. It doesn't mean the same place. Yeah, but it's, if it's a W, it's a W. If it's a V, it's a V. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, anyway, sorry. This is boring for Polish people. Uh, Wroclaw, Poland, 18th of October. Warsaw, Poland, 19th of October. 20th of October, we are in Stockholm, Sweden, uh, which is not selling well. So please, for the love of God, Swedish, up your fucking game. Uh, you've got money. You're fine. Uh, 21st of October, we're in Ljubljana, uh, Slovenia. You guys are great. You guys are way better than Sweden because we have to do two shows there because you guys are so fucking great because one's already sold Le- out. Listen up, Sweden, you fucks. Ljubljana, remember in Ljubljana? Oh, the Ljubljana the banana. Ljubljana banana. Last time in Ljubljana. Um, Jean was over and uh, Jean was, we were backstage at the Ljubljana gig. The room's filled up nicely. We're about to start. Uh, we're backstage and there's a bit of, there's some food on. Jean's playing on her phone. Danny's in his Kindle. I'm at the buffet and I get a banana. And I unpeeled the banana. And I thought to myself, I've had a few blowjobs in my time. But I don't know what they're going through. I'm going to give it a little shot and see what a blowjob is like for the girls. (laughs) That have been on the receiving end of my D. (laughs) (laughs) And I I took the banana right into my throat. Like I was blowing it. I covered my teeth up with my lips. I like down in this... Like Daniel, not not paying attention. Not paying attention at all. And um, the promoter walked in and saw us down at my gums with a banana. I just pulled the full banana out of my mouth and he's just looking at me and I'm looking at him and I said, it's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> I bet he's glad he fucking caught you then as opposed to five minutes later when you were shoving it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you guys looked up and you were like, what's going on? And there's just this tension, <laughs> tension between me and the Sexual banana tension. and I'm holding a wet banana. <laughs> uh, 22nd of October, we are in Rijeka in Croatia. On the 23rd, we are in Split, Croatia. And on the 24th, we're in uh, Zagreb, Croatia. Zagreb, you are also amazing, because you also require two shows, because you book ahead, unlike you fucking Swedes. Um, so come see us, because we've had an extra show. Uh, and then we'll have another podcast out by then, so we will announce the dates of the other ones. Uh, please come see those shows. Uh, Kai is selling uh, child porn. What are you selling? USB. USB, same thing. Full of stuff. <laughs> um, I've got my show on it. So I've, got, I've got my solo show. Uh, I've got a boxing match against my brother. I've packed this USB with loads of good shit. So if you want to see my comedy, if you want to see my boxing, if you want to see some writing that I've done, oh, there's also, on there those, well. the, also, also all the written down da- your dad jokes, which I've not featured in this one. Yeah, we've, uh, I screen capped the old conversations that we had with the your dad jokes, put all them on the USB stick. So if you want that, that's on my website, www.kaihumphreys.com. On that website, you can also find all of the tour dates for the rest of the year. Cool. Uh, also, uh, thank you very much for uh, listening. Genuinely, we're still blown away by the numbers this is getting for such a fucking stupid podcast that we're having a lot of fun doing, and it's nice that you guys are giving us a reason yep. to keep on doing it. Yeah, so keep keep listening, keep sharing, hit the share button, and uh, give us a five-star. Don't be a muggle. And also come see us in altitude. Uh, love you lots. Uh, see you next time, you bag of cunts. <laughs>